So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now for the review of the day. Got one testimonial here from Real Estate Rockstars in a Facebook group. Not only does Pat Hyman provide 10XXX value on his podcast, he also has the most affordable coaching program in the real estate world at www.rebusuniversity.com. I love it and want more of it. Thanks for helping to make me into a real estate rock star, Coach Hyben. You're welcome, Ricardo Foster. That is Ric- Ricardo Foster was on the Real Estate Rockstars Facebook group. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. All right, Rockstar Nation, I have a great guest coming out of Canada here. Melanie Badrovic is on the line. I'm glad I got that pronunciation, the Serbian and Bosnian pronunciation of that beautiful name there. She is the wealthy barmaid, and she's written a book on how to go from barmaid to baron, essentially, to a to an unwealthy barmaid, to a wealthy real estate baron. And she has, um, so she has, uh, you know, written this book. And we're going to talk today about how you too can, you know, become a wealthy barmaid or a wealthy whatever you are, wealthy real estate agent. How about that? And, and learn from the lessons that she's learned. So anyways, without further ado, Melanie, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you so much for having me, Pat. It's a pleasure. So, hey, Melanie, why don't you tell everybody about yourself so they can get to know you better? Sure. So, as the name suggests, The Wealthy Barmaid, I started working in the bar industry at a really young age. I was 12 years old. My parents had a bar restaurant at the time, so I started working in the kitchen and went on to busing, serving, hostessing, and bartending, and I did that for about 15 years. All the while, though, I saved as much as I possibly could. My parents were really good at teaching me how to save. They come from the former Yugoslavia. There wasn't always an abundance of, of anything, really, at times. So <clears throat> I saved as much as I could. And, and when I was 22 years old, I had enough saved up. And the best decision I ever made was buying my first investment property. That's really what <clears throat> started to build the foundation for me in order to build wealth and starting to create passive streams of income in my life. But at that time, I really had no clue how fruitful this decision would be. I just thought, you know, 
I'm going to buy a property. I know it's a good investment. I've done research and I chose real estate as my vehicle for investing. And, you know, it's just going to be there for God forbid I ever can't work or I get laid off or something happens to me. It just felt like a little bit of security. Or aside from that, I thought maybe when I retire, I can either sell it, live off the proceeds, you know, because my equity is going to go up, loans going to get paid down over time. And I could either, you know, live off of those, those proceeds for a while, or maybe I could use the cash flow and supplement my income or my pension. So I had no idea back then how fruitful real estate was going to be for me. It wasn't, uh, a, you know, some kind of massive long-term plan I had, but over the years, the more and more I see the benefits of real estate, it seems endless. And uh, I'm really, really happy that I started into uh, real estate investing at such a young age because it's given me more time on my side for that to compound and to grow and to increase my equity. And then when I was about 27 years old, I decided, okay, it's time for me to start my own business. And I ended up creating my first uh, bar restaurant of my own. And I also bought the commercial property from which it operates from today. Another huge, (laughs) yes, yes. Huge decision for me. I was scared out of my mind. Let me tell you, everyone thought I was going to fail. Friends and family alike. They were very vocal about it. (laughs) But I really thought I I was just scared out of my mind. I didn't sleep for weeks, maybe even months before that happened. Um, But it was another, I must say, best decision that I've ever made. What it proved to me after, you know, going, following through with that, because I wanted, right before that deal closed, I thought, let's just get out of this. You know, I put way too much on the line. Everything I owned was on the line. I thought, you know, this could make or break me right here, everything I worked so hard to build. But uh, thank God, it's been five years running now, super successful. Uh, But mainly what it proved to me inside is really the message here that um, because of that decision, because I, I went ahead with that and based all my fears it proved to me my own capabilities my competencies and now i feel like i'm untouchable you know it might be um ego or whatever it is but it proved to me of my own competencies and capabilities and you know it set me up for for amazing things now and from that i was able to you know then i wrote this this book the wealthy barmy which i'm so honored to say became a number one international bestseller and from that, people were still reaching out to me, wanting to know, you know, more in detail how to do it. So I created a wealth building course, the Melody Badrovic Wealth Academy. And, and here we are today. It's just been a phenomenal ride of, of uh, amazing things since I started taking action and since I started investing in real estate. And I want to kind of spread the word of, of how awesome, you know, real estate is. Wow, that's incredible. That's, that's a cool story. So let's get some nitty gritty. So like, um, okay, so first of all, how old are you now? I'm 32. Okay. So you bought your first house at 22. Now you're 32. You've had a decade as an investor. What, what, how many have you bought? And what do you own? So in the portfolio, we've got five single family homes and two commercial properties at the, at right now. And I'm, my next step is I want to go into multi-units, bigger, uh, bigger multi-units. And then... Um, so the bar that you bought, you used to bartend there, and then you went and you bought... No, no, I didn't bartend there. This was a brand new location. I scouted it out. I was actually in Serbia at the time looking for properties, and uh, I came across a great one in St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada, and I started it from there. New, new spot from anywhere I'd worked. Okay. So you were, you were going to open a restaurant in Serbia? 
No, no, I was just in Serbia at the time. You were saying you were hanging out in Serbia on vacation, yeah. and then okay, I got it. All right, so cool. So what do you what do you spend more of your time doing now? Investing in real estate, or in um, or managing the restaurant, or or what? That's a that's a great question. I I spent at least the first you know three three and a half years fully invested in my bar business. That you know when you're starting a business from scratch like that, especially the bar industry, it's very time consuming. It, it is laborious stuff. It requires a lot of your attention. It was like my own baby. It was like having my own child. For me. Oh, it's a time suck. It's a, it's like being a real estate agent. I mean, it's uh, it's probably comparable to being a real estate agent with it with regards to. Uh, work fills time allowed. You know what I mean? Like if you give it the time, it, it, you could be there 15 hours. 100%. Let, let's jump into your book here. You've got you've seven steps from barmaid to baron. And I want to talk about this. What, let's just run through these if that's okay. What, what's the, so what's the first step from barmaid to baron? So the first step that I think everybody needs to start with in order to get anywhere is they have to have a compelling why. Why are they doing this? Because as we all know, you know, you can't just have a bit of motivation one day. You can't have willpower because that's going to fade. It's going to dissipate. So without having your, your real compelling why as to why you want to get involved, whether it's real estate or anything else for that matter. I mean, you know, anything that's sucking your time, like you so, say. So what was your why, would you say? Well, for me, it was always to, I wanted to secure myself financially so badly. I wanted to make sure that I'm going to be fine no matter what. I never want to rely on anyone, on any employer, on any government to make sure that I'm going to be okay. And, you know, as part of the world works today, financial security is, you know, unfortunately or not, it, it's a huge part of society. So financially i from that was it for me and it's still to this day and that's what keeps me going you know that it never fades so that's why i'm so driven all the time i'm extremely ambitious and i, I won't quit because i want to make sure that i'm going to be okay and i make that happen for myself yeah that's awesome i love that okay so your why was financial security that was step one what's what, what would you say uh, step two is so step two in any in any venture is you got to get educated i know we hear this a lot Everybody says, you know, invest in yourself, and it might even come across now as cliche, but mm. if you don't know all the ways that you can make money, how is it possible that you're going to succeed in that, regardless of what it is? You have to know what opportunities are out there for you. Um, you know, most people won't be successful because of what they don't know, you know, and it, but then again, it's not just enough to have knowledge because knowledge without that execution, you know, it's not power, it's not going to make you money. So I, one of my best lessons for people is to learn even just the key principles you need to get started, but then you have to apply them. And again, a lot of people might say, yeah, 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 I know how to do that. I know how to do that. Or yeah, I saw this guy do that. I know that. But ask yourself, are you really applying them? That's going to make all the difference. Yeah, I love that. I mean, you really can't invest in real estate till first you invest in yourself in the education of learning, you know, how to invest in real estate. I think there's a big mistake that's happening a lot now is people are just going out there and buying stuff and, and, and they have no idea um, how to invest and they're kind of fitting square pegs and round holes and, you know, they're going to get burned. I mean, it's going to take them a long, much longer to get wealthier uh, being an uneducated investor for sure. Absolutely. Much, much longer. Lose, and they might lose their shirt in the process of- Yeah, indeed. Not to mention that, right? People like us, people like you who are trying, you know, to teach as much as we can, giving away even as much free information as, as possible, even just like your podcast is, um, 
you know, like why, why do something when there's a huge risk without just learning a few key lessons, at least a few key principles. You can't just jump in, roll in. You, you didn't do the numbers right. And bam, you lose everything. Mm. And now you're discouraged probably forever. So yeah. 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 All right. So uh, step three, what do you got? All right. Step three, something that I've done since again, I was 12 years old, work your butt off. You got to earn obviously in whatever endeavor you're doing or else what's the point um, taking action, you know, all change and all progress, all success comes from taking action. And just my best message is to condition it, you know, to do something every single day, even if it's little, that gets you one step closer to achieving your goals. Again, even if it's minute, if it's little, because that progress, as Tony Robbins would say, progress equals happiness. So mm. on top of financial you know, security on top of all that health and everything else, you, you have to progress in order to, to feel like, you know, things are moving and shaking in your life. And that gives you a sense of fulfillment. So you can't get anywhere, accomplish anything without taking action towards something you want. And that's a big component. A lot of people will buy programs, buy courses, go to seminars, do all these things. They're like, yeah, that's or even read a book. Yeah, great. I understand it. But if you're not taking any action towards any of that, it was all a waste of time. It was all useless, right? It's not getting you any closer to where you're really trying to be. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool. An item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999 that's toolbox to 444-999 Jim Rohn says affirmation without discipline is the beginning of delusion, right? So you can affirm that, you know, you have this why you can affirm you set these goals, you can get educated, but unless you have discipline of, of doing something on a regular basis, you're, you're delusional that you're going to get rich. And I think that um, in real estate investing, I tell people all the time, I said, what you should be doing is you analyze deals, right? You should be looking at, if you don't know how to buy houses, um, you know, well, go through the MLS, go through Zillow, go through whatever and scour deals and run the numbers on them. See, would I buy this? Does this cash flow? Does this make financial sense? Even if you're never going to buy it, you know, do Absolutely. analyze five a day, you know, until you're, you're so good that you can analyze them with a blink and then, um, and then pull the trigger. That's right. And then when you're ready to go, you're going to feel a lot more confident too, whether that's a good deal or not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. So we got why, find your why. We got education. We got work your butt off. What's number four? Number four, really important one here to get past anything is you have to face your fears. I mm. talked a little bit about that earlier with a couple of the decisions I made buying my first investment property at 22 and my commercial property in my bar at 27. 
without taking that leap, like you're staring at the face of danger, right? I, you're looking at risk. You're looking at all these kinds of things you could lose. Fear is a natural thing. Our brains are wired to keep us in survival mode. Just, you know, we don't like anything that might bring us pain. So of course, fear comes in naturally. But it's all, it's, it's holding us back. I mean, as long as you're smart and taking calculated risks, I'm not talking about, you know, idiotic risk. Um, you got to burst through those fears to get to where you want. Most people, this is what holds them back. They're sabotaging themselves. And I hate seeing it. It breaks my heart to see it because people want so much more in their lives and they talk about it all the time. But that fear kicks in and bam, they, they just, they drop everything and they don't take any action. So, you know, I, I strongly suggest to pinpoint for people, pinpoint what's holding them back so that you can get past mm. it. It literally starts with, and most people won't do this. Take the time to sit down and actually write it out. When you see it on paper or say it out loud, that's the first step because now you made it real. You looked at it and you're like, okay, you know, that's, that's the thing that's holding me back. And you can actually start to depict it, chisel away at it. You know what I mean? Like it's in order to get to the other, there's a great quote. I just forget right now who says it, but everything you want lies on the other side of fear. So it's really just about taking that like bridge or that jump or that leap, whatever we want to call it in this metaphor, you know, and that's where everything you want lies, but you have to, you have to face that fear. And the best part is once you actually do and you prove to yourself that you, that you did it and you have, it's like, screw what anybody else thinks, you know, whether it was your colleagues or whoever thought you couldn't do it. But when you prove that to yourself, I swear to you, because I'm living proof of it. You feel like you could do anything after that point. So that's just a huge one on your, on the success to journeys facing bursting right through those fears. I love that. I love that. Everything is on the other side of that. And I really do believe, you know, and I've always told my kids face your fears and they will disappear. And, and so, yeah, you, and, and you have to be conscious of that, right? You have to be conscious of what you're afraid of and just uh, move forward in spite of it. Awesome. Okay. What do you got for five? All right. Number five is, Invest wisely. This should be a part mm. of everybody's, you know, portfolio, whether they are, you know, investing in the stock market or in, you know, bitcoins or, or real estate. My favorite strategy. Um, my favorite strategy, again, is real estate. That was the vehicle I chose long term buy and holds, particularly because, again, my idea was always securing myself and building wealth. I, I was never, you know, into flipping necessarily and all these other strategies. And there are, mil you know, there are how many strategies do we have in real estate? I think that list is endless. You know, I meet a lot of investors, and I, I rarely meet some that regret selling um, their single family homes. I know I've had a bunch that, um, that I've sold and, and, and I've, you know, made money on them and put the money in other things and made money on those other things or lost money on other things. And I think sometimes it's hard to, it, it, so much of it goes on. It's hard to track, you know, did this money turn out good? Would I have been better off holding everything? But I think at the end of the day, yes, you know, you're always going to be better off. It won't, might not be as exciting, but I think you'll always be better off if you just hold your single family rentals forever. I don't think there's any harm in that. Like I said, not as exciting, but de definitely um, a way to build wealth is just stack them, stack them, stack them and, you know, have the mentality that you want to have as many horizontal lines as I talk about uh, uh, coming to pay you, you know, rather than having to work vertically for your money. Uh, as most of the world does. Uh, you know, we talk about, you know, how to invest, 
what to invest in. So many areas now are bubble-esque. I think that, uh, you know, and a wise investments, as we talked about many times on this show, is, you know, if you use the 1% rule and you simply just, you know, you're, so long as your rent uh, is about 1% of the total cost of the house, so the house is 200000 the rent should be two grand a month. Simple as that. that. That 200 includes any repairs that you will have had to invest in on it. Um, and a lot of guys we've had on the show say it needs to be one and a half to 2%. So the higher that percentage, the better minimum 1%. And I think you'll be set. And, and the key is to buy, right? Pull the trigger and just hold, right? Just have the stamina and not to sell it. You know, if you can make money, if you want to start investing in other things, then put, you know, money that you've saved in other things and keep your single family homes as well. Um, but you know, you got a lot of different opinions on that. And certainly I've done both. I've kept single families, but I've sold a bunch of single families and put them into multifamilies and put them into shopping centers and things like that. And I think that old monopoly strategy, there's nothing wrong with that. So long as you don't put all your eggs in one basket or one shopping center and not hold on to maybe some of your single families just in case. Agreed. I, I strongly agree with that. Diversify the portfolio within your real estate investments as well. Did you find that that was did you find that was a great option for you know maybe consolidating your single family homes into multi units? Is that a great strategy for you? I mean, yes and no. You know, uh, you know, I tell my wife we, we really won't know whether the decisions I've made were smart or not until we're about 90 years old and we're sitting on the front porch of a mobile home somewhere looking back and some kid asks you what, you know, what worked and what didn't, you know what I mean? Because, you know, yeah. So like I saw, you know, I, I did really great on one house. Uh, I took the money I put in a shopping center. That shopping center did great for five years. Now it's got three vacancies out of eight units. So it's sucking wind. So was that a good, idea? Well, looking at it today, no, I should have just kept the house. Uh, I would have regular profit on it for sure. 30 years from now, looking back on it, I have no idea. You know what I mean? Markets change. I mean, it could fill up next week. It could stay vacant another five years. Who knows? But, um, you know, it's, so it's hard to say it's case by case. Some you win, some you lose. That's capitalism, right? So I think the key is, like you said, is to diversify. I've certainly had multifamily apartment buildings that I've lost my ass on, um, but I've had other uh, multifamily apartment buildings that I've done real well on. And, I'm, and I still buy multifamilies. Uh, I'm buying one now. Um, uh, as we speak, I was just looking at the paperwork today, um, but I'm buying fewer. So but I'm also buying fewer single families. I'm not, I'm not buying any. I don't think I bought a single family home in three years. So, so, you know, everybody's different, you know, and everybody has different opinions. But as long as you meet the cash flow rules, I think you're okay. You know, that's, that's, that's the right. key. Don't just go out and buy just to buy and yeah. you're only getting a half a percent, you know, that's back right. on them. The deal has to ratio. Yeah. yeah, and your numbers have to be as accurate as possible and you have to know what you're going to come out with it at the end or, or else, you know, yeah, don't just buy blindly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. 
Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. All right, cool. So uh, what's number six? Well, number six, hugely important for lasting power. You got to persevere no matter what. Never give up. Just like you, those are actually great examples. I mean, you've lost some, you've won some, but you're still going. That didn't make you want to quit. I've, I've had so many people, um, even in family or in, in the circles that I've, I know around in Niagara particularly, they had one horrible tenant experience. I mean, how many people do we know like this? you know, horrible tenant experience, couldn't get them out or they destroyed the place or whatever. And they just completely get out of the game. You know, it's like, yep, this stuff isn't for me. No, thank you. And they just completely lost that source of, you know, supplemental income, building that equity on the side, that extra cash flow source because of one experience. I had it too. I literally had con artists in my place. Uh, you know, it was just a disaster getting them out and going through the court system. The legal system was, was a disaster. I lost a lot of money and I really was scared. I'm not going to lie to you. At the end of that, I, I really felt tell, that okay, bad. So tell, tell me that story so we can learn from it. Sure. Okay. So I screened them, but not well enough. I just did their, I, I only looked at their employers, called, made sure they had jobs, which they did. They showed me letters of employment. Um, you know, called their previous landlord. Actually, I couldn't get a hold of their previous landlord. So I, I let them move into the house. They gave me the first and last month rent, post-dated checks. And I wasn't checking my bank account for a couple of months. And when I, for some reason, when I opened up the bank account and it was in the minus, I thought, what the heck? And then I realized, okay, these checks didn't clear. So I wasn't vigilant. I should have went in there. I should have went, you know, after two days, made sure I didn't call the utilities companies as I should have. So they weren't obviously paying any of the utilities. Um, and once I realized that it was just story after another, after another of, oh, this, and I got, my bank got compromised or, you know, $10,000 was stolen from my account, all these different stories. And I just still wasn't getting paid month three, month four, <laughs> Five. And then I thought, okay, something's really wrong here. So then, you know, I was sitting with one of my friends. He's like, did you even Google these people? And I'm like, no, it didn't even occur to me to just, you know, open up Google and Google. We Google, we find all these newspaper articles, literally the fugitives from, you know, in Toronto, they were, you know, renting out the house to like five, six different people collecting first and last. And then, you know, uh, getting out of town. It wasn't even their condo. Um, you know, there were fugitives in Niagara still being looked for by the police, um, all this stuff. So my world just came crashing down thinking, what have I done? Um, and I finally, after, you know, two or three court hearings and she was pregnant at the time that gave her a bit more leniency with the judge and it finally got them out. But that cost me a lot of money all because I think 
I didn't screen them well enough. I wasn't vigilant enough. I was doing it myself. And I've had some really great tenants in the past. So I thought, you know, I trust people. They talk to you and they're great talkers. And, you know, I knew they were working. So, they, you know, they must have money. Huge, huge lesson there. Yeah. George Bush used to always say, trust but verify. Exactly. And you, exactly. I, I've, I've had the same thing happen to me several times, man. You have to... Oh. I don't. I have no problem screening the hell out of people nowadays. I mean, the, um, uh, <laughs> there's so many things you can do to to find people and and search people and You're criminal nice. records, background checks, credit reports. You know, you got to do all that stuff, right? That's right. No matter what they're telling before you. they move in, no matter how fast they want to move in a vacant house, no matter how much they want to put up, exactly uh, how much cash right. they want to give you up front. <laughs> exactly, exactly, because that's that's one of their ploys. You know, I had that. I had this vacant vacant property in in, in like a bad area, and you know, they came with two months cash, and they said. You know, we need to move in tomorrow with this big, long story. Didn't have time to run anything just like you. And then that was the last money I saw them for about 11 months. I mean, it oh. literally, that's how long it took me. And it's, it's like, okay, well, I got paid two months for a year uh, worth of, 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 <laughs> of the house. You know, it's just crazy. All right. What's, what's the seventh step here, Melanie? My seventh step is once you've completed one through six, put everything above on repeat and just keep going. Never stop learning. Never stop reminding yourself what your why is. Don't stop working, um, you know, and, and just investing in whatever it is that you're doing, learning more, you know, earning more, facing your fears because always new ones are going to pop up every time, you know, every time you're going to step out of your comfort zone because you're essentially growing. That's going to keep happening. So you got to, you know, burst through them again, but it'll get easier and easier. I find at least in my own experience, it gets easier and keep investing no matter what. And, you know, persevere just like in instances like these, you get burned or you made a mistake or something. Do not give up. Like, there's no such thing as, as failure again, unless you give up. When you throw in the towel, okay, fine. We can say then you're done. But uh, if, you, if you never give up, you're never going to, you know, it's not failure no matter what. And if you keep doing that, I mean, that's, that's how you build wealth. That's how you become successful in all these areas of your life. Mm, yeah, well said. So we got the why, find the why. We got get educated, you know, work your butt off, face your fear. We got to invest wisely, persevere and replete. And repeat the seven steps from barmaid to baron. I love this. Um, I'm going to put all of Melanie's information on hybendigital.com backslash barmaid. That's hybendigital.com backslash barmaid. And I will also put links to her book. If you guys want to buy it, I will put links to all of her websites. Uh, in the show notes, I'll put information on everything we've talked about. And Melanie, as you know, everybody that comes on the show leaves something behind that we put in a toolbox that agents can kind of grab and download or hang up or use on a regular basis to help them get wealthy and sell more homes. So what is your free gift that you're going to leave us with today? So we've got a couple things for you guys. We, uh, I, I left for you, you can download a free chapter of my book. 
Mm. Uh, to get you started on that. And I also have an audio. It's a really cool audio. I spent a lot of time with that. It kind of dives into a lot of these uh, topics we've discussed today and then some of the seven essential principles for building wealth and living financially free. I've left those links with you, Pat, or they're easily uh, found on melaniebadrovic.com as well. Beautiful. So I will put those links in her show notes, guys, and then I'll go ahead and download the um, the free chapter for you and put that in the PDF in the toolbox as well. Melanie, thanks. I wish you the best of luck in all your future endeavors. And uh, maybe if I'm ever in your part of Ontario, I will uh, look you up. We'll get together and have a drink at the bar. I would love that. Thank you again so much for having me. It was such a pleasure, Pat. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.